Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. What was that, the xylophone at the end there? <laughs> Perhaps. I used to excel at the xylophone, but I'm not even <laughs> sure what it sounds like anymore. Jonas Brothers. It's uh, Tad Drex and Kara. Have you guys ever met someone who apologizes everything? Uh, you're looking at her. Uh, apo- Me too, I feel like. Right? <laughs> apologizes for things that aren't even their fault. You're looking at her. Yeah. Oh, good. good Why? I, well, good. I need your help because I'm the opposite. I have no clue when to apologize. Even when a good friend called me last night and said, you need to apologize for what you said, I'm still not sure I should. Uh So I I definitely need some help. Okay. We were on a parent-teacher Zoom call last night. Usually at the beginning of school, we have it in class where you meet the teacher and, you know, kind of just go through the curriculum for the year. But we had to do it on Zoom yesterday. And uh, it's one of the tile Zooms where every, you know, all the teacher, all the parents are there and then the teacher's there. And so you can see all the parents in the little boxes. Yes. How many people? 19. 19 Mm -hmm. people total. Yep. That's a lot. And in the bottom right corner, I see this shirtless, sweaty, panting man (laughs) running on a treadmill. (laughs) And he's got this like, he's got the Chad Headband, headband around sweatband. he's sweat and he's really going after it so obviously this dad of one of the kids in my class is on the zoom call on the treadmill on the treadmill sweating away and and like running and and, and it's the, the the ipad or whatever he's using is backed up enough to where you could see like mid abs up the dude's in good shape mm. yeah but I don't. You don't strike me as somebody that would be jealous of that. I you was just be, gonna say, are you jealous? He's not making you feel bad. You don't. You have no interest in that. You think it's ridiculous, uh, don't you? Or? I was borderline turned on, but that's not the point. Oh, I'm not jealous of it, but it was very, very distracting. You guys know me. I, I, mean, I guess I have some sensory issues. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know. So when the teacher's trying to discuss what we're going to do for the year, all I can focus on is this dad shirtless running on the treadmill. And so I unmute my my Zoom box oh, and I say, I'm sorry to interrupt. Is there a way, Mr. X, I'm going to call him that, is there a way you could turn your video off? No offense, but that's, it's just a little distracting. I'm having a hard time paying attention. And you can see all the parents' faces like, what did he just do? Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with confrontation. I know I live with some people or I'm around with some people that have an issue with confrontation. I don't mind the confrontation whatsoever. So uh, everyone's minds kind of go blank and he shuts his video off. Did you, when you said that, when you said, would you mind, when you went, when you unmuted your microphone, because I've seen you do this before, did you think that you were going to maybe get a laugh out of that? Or did you think you would have more support than you were getting? At that point, because it was later in the evening, it was like eight o'clock, and I was tired, and I was ready for bed, and I didn't want to deal with it. I was, it was more irritation. You're, you're yeah, right. I wasn't, you really when legit. we're on Zoom calls with people, right. yeah, yeah, and I unmute. I'm trying to be funny. Was the audio 
off at least. At least his audio off. But still, you could see him just chugging, and it's like this little ant in the bottom of the screen. Like, please stop. Yeah. And uh, and so he does that. He he puts he turns his video off. We finish the call, and as soon as we're done with the call, boom! I get a phone call from another one of the dads in the uh, in the Zoom call who's in the class, and he's like, "Dude, you made a huge mistake." Like, what are you Why? talking about? He goes, Mr. X, who you told to turn his camera off, his wife is the classroom mom, and you don't cross her. Oh. Mm. She can make your life hell. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, he goes, you know, we have donuts with dad. He goes, you know, donuts with dad's going to come up in March. She's in charge of assigning the volunteer duties for that. So, you know, you got dad that'll bring the coffee, a dad that'll bring the donuts, and then the dad that has to clean up. He goes, <sighs> you're going to be on, you're gonna be on cleanup duty yeah. for everything moving forward. You're going to get all the crap volunteer. You think you're going to go in Uh-oh. and clean, clean the cl- or read to the classroom? No, no, no. You're going to be cleaning up for every event. So you were wondering whether or not you should apologize to this dad, to the to this mom. To the mom. Sounds wretched, right? If I may say over. that on the radio, yeah. I'm not cleaning up those damn donuts. I'll tell you what, I don't care if she's listening or not. Like you don't wield your power for evil like that. Like it should be a separate thing. Yeah, but in this space, you know, it's it's the the classroom and the classroom mom. It gets political. Mm. I'm kind of at a loss here. Do I need to? apologize should drex apologize or not let's step aside here for a minute think on it okay Mm -hmm. and maybe get some opinions on the phones you've heard the story 404-741-0985 do you think drex should apologize or not we will come back and we will rule okay (laughs) fair in two songs on b98.5 thank you dj (laughs) b98.5 80s 90s and now if you're just joining us we were talking about a dilemma drex was having whether or not he should apologize to this dad that he called out on a Zoom call. Yeah, this dad was training shirtless for the Peachtree Road Race last night on a Zoom call during a parent-teacher, like a big parent-teacher meeting for my mm-hmm. daughter's class. And I said, dude, do you, do you mind just turning your video off? It's very distracting. Well, it turns out this dad, his wife is the classroom mom. And I was told by another friend that she can make my life a living hell if I don't apologize for that. Yeah, you made this comment. And as soon as you made that comment, you could sense from all the other, what did you say? There's like 20 people on this Mm -hmm. call. You could get the sense that there was something very wrong. Like you had made a mistake. They're like, that was the wrong guy to say that to. Uh And again, like I said, there's people (laughs) that apologize for everything, even things that aren't their fault. I'm the opposite. I don't know when to apologize, even if I am wrong. Mm-hmm. All right. So we want to know, should Drex apologize talking about this? And Shannon is in Jackson. I think it was very inappropriate. For him to have spoken at all? No, for the guy to be shirtless where all the parents could see. That was the, You knew you were going to be on Zoom. Quit running or put a shirt on. Yeah, and, and I guess this family has a history of uh, establishing their, their power and their dominance. Oh, their look at me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So if but yeah, that's to, very inappropriate. So do you think Drex should apologize? No. Do you think Drex should apologize knowing that she, the wife of this guy, is probably going to retaliate in any way, even if that means cleaning up after Donut Day? Well, I mean... Because <laughs> me, sometimes I apologize just because... It's going to make my life easier. You don't want to clean up after Donut Day? So what? But to, but to be fair, like I, I'm probably the dad that's going to make the biggest mess in Donut Day, so... Mm-hmm. But you could apologize to this dad and be like, hey, I'm sorry if I embarrassed you, and then you guys are cool. Then maybe you get special the good treatment jobs. from her. 
Yeah, well, Drexel's right. Go on principle. Mm. I like it. You might get stuck with the nasty duty, but... Since At when you were right. did Drex ever make a move on principle? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that. <laughs> All right, LaRue is in Powder Springs. LaRue? I agree with Ted on that. No, you don't have to apologize. There's no way she should be using her powers for that. I, I agree. There's no way she should be, but that's the way the cookie cu- cookie crumbles sometimes. That's, that's, that's school politics. Yeah, but check it out. The school initiation first thing isn't that more important than your treadmill can you not take a few minutes and mm-hmm. sit down like everybody else is doing was there anybody out duck hunting at the zoom call or was there anybody at the swimming pool maybe if all the kids have to be clothed in their zoom meeting shouldn't the parents be clothed too Come on, somebody. Freak, sister. <laughs> all of that is true. We all know that right. she's abusing her power. We all know that he shouldn't have been on that Zoom call. But I'm going to ask Drex a question that Drex has asked me before. Yes. And this is going to answer your question. Oh, boy. And this is going to lead to the apology. Uh-oh. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? <laughs> what, what, what is, what's going to make me happy? being right yeah so again i don't know the answer (laughs) all the stuff you need to know to start your day it's info to go on b98.5 sponsored by breda pest management they handle bugs and critters you got the showers and thunderstorms expected again good chance of that happening later on this afternoon high of 87 70 right now in midtown what's going on kara So a pair of young scuba divers that actually make a pretty good living by posting their treasure hunting adventures on YouTube, Britton Lockhart and Jake Kohler. Jake is actually from Columbus, Georgia, and recently the guys were diving under Medlock Bridge in Gwinnett County just to see what they could find. And they discovered a mortar used in World War II. So Jake told Channel 2 Action News he's found a lot of cool stuff over the years, but this one took the cake. I knew you can find things like that, but I never thought I'd ever cross paths with something like that. So it just blew my mind away. Kara? Yes? Does your husband, Ryan, watch these guys, know about these guys, and did he know about these guys when he was requesting his metal detectors he does know about these guys he did not know about these guys when he requested the metal detectors but now i'm thinking that maybe we need to start a business all of us here ryan will go hunting for the treasures drex can haggle the prices tad you can document everything because you're like super talented with making all these movies and like videos and stuff. They call me Tad Scorsese around here. I know. And then we'll all cha-ching. Who's going to be in charge of planting the items there? <laughs> well, Because I'll bet that's what happened. If you ever watch Storage Wars, oh, everyone loves Storage Wars, right? Behind the scenes, those items were planted. Planting, yeah. There's no way these guys planted a World War II well, mortar well, under Medlock Bridge in Chattahoochee. Well, let me ask you a question. If the if they just went diving for things and didn't find it, would you watch that video? That's, TV shows, yes. Like The Bachelor, yeah, they're making things happen. They're tipping people off on things that are yeah. happening behind the scenes. YouTube, I believe that they have gone to a thousand places and found yeah. nothing. And then they show the one it's Where a giant. A that YouTube's find. a giant waste of time. I think it's really cool. All <laughs> right, let's get a good feeling. Not buying it. Oh. <laughs> Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah.
you guys hope your kids follow in your footsteps? No. No? I, I was just thinking about this the other day. I just hope my daughter finds a husband who is nice to her. I don't want her to be in a bad relationship. Like, I don't want the guy to be a bad guy. Because then I got to get involved. Well, nobody wants that. I'm talking about, like, career-wise. I don't care. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, North really? Georgia fourth grader JT Head is eight years old, and now he is a world record holder. JT is the youngest person to fly a hot air balloon solo. It happened back on July 10th. JT flew 400 feet into the air over the Santee Valley near Helen. And when he was asked why he was doing all of this, he said it's kind of in the family. My dad owns a hot air balloon company, so I got really interested in hot air balloons. Is he eight? He's nine now, okay. but he broke the record when he was eight. Yeah, Eight years old? So that would mean in one year, Drex, I don't care if you own the hot air balloon business. I don't right. care if you've had years of training. You're going to let your daughter go in a hot air balloon, not tethered to the ground. <laughs> By herself? By yeah. herself? My daughter can't even put the cap back on her GD oh. toothpaste. You think oh I'm going to let gosh. her do that? No. Thank you. What a weird world we live in <sighs> where we sometimes Goodness. celebrate things that we should be arresting people for. Right? <laughs> 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hello, Drex. Blessings. Good morning, Kara. Good morning. It's been doing renovations at our house. Kitchen, bathroom. Those are great. But the room that I'm most excited about is the basement room. It's off the garage, no windows. Mm. It's the speakeasy. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you about the speakeasy. Plush carpet, Mm. luxurious mohair lounge chair, the Lamborghini of sofas, a lamp, which came in second place in a modernist lamp competition held by the Museum of Modern Art in 1952. Is it a leg lamp? Yes. The original speakeasies, they cropped up during the Prohibition era. It was a secret, hidden place, often in the depths of the basement or a back room, obscured by fake walls, invite only. That's my room. Here's what the speakeasy sounded like. Last night, you're probably picturing a jazz band playing in the corner. Some kind of right. terrible bluegrass, something yeah. that you like. Rockabilly. <laughs> Children doing backflips oh. on my Lamborghini of couches Ooh. and wrestling and Disney music playing in the background. Multiple full children. Blast. Mm. Yeah. Don't oh. don't worry about it. No, no, They're no. In the bubble. No, no, no. I'm not worried about that. I'm meaning like, not just one. No, no like, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about the beer bubble. <laughs> <laughs> the speakeasy has been renamed the playroom. Oh no! Yeah. These kids have no respect for wood or fine <laughs> furniture. No. <laughs> It, this always this is going to happen for the rest of your life, Tex. I have a seven-year-old daughter that every time we do something, make a new room or have a new enjoyment space, boom, she takes it over. So you just have to go back behind them. Your son's sand room, now the new speakeasy. Now the new Whoa. speakeasy. Yeah. Thank you very much. Two can play at that game. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? A speakeasy is so much more enjoyable with Legos, isn't it? Oh, gosh. Is it? <laughs> no. <laughs> Here's what's coming up next with Tad and Drax. If you don't think Legos are fun, 
Yeah, haven't had enough cocktails. <laughs> um, coming up next, uh, Kara's husband, if you missed it yesterday, blew $250 on a handwriting robot. He didn't blow it. He blew that money. It was a giant waste of money, and I can prove it. If I can't prove it, I'll pay the 250 bucks. Oh. Next on B98.5. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now that right there is the song. Drexus revealed that he and his wife, April, left the church with. To, you left to that song. Yeah, is it, the re, is it called The Recessional? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And actually, I it's that is the song, but I played it on the piano and recorded it. And that's okay. the version we played. As you left. Uh, song playing when I left the church. Whoops. You did it again. <laughs> Play with my heart. All right. I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, yesterday, I made a bold statement that $250 on a handwriting robot was a giant waste of money. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was so sure of it, I said, bring in a sample and we'll listen to this. This is, this is from the show from yesterday. I want you to bring me a handwritten note and I want you to bring me a robot written note and see in a blind taste test or whatever if I can identify what's handwritten And what isn't handwritten. And (laughs) if I am wrong, I will give you $250. No, no, no. You're going to buy... What's your name, sir? Jacob. Jacob. You're going to buy Jacob's nonprofit, one of them. I guarantee I'll be able to... I love your nonprofit, but you're not going to see a dime. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob had called in because he heard Kara's story about the handwriting robot. And he said, I want one. And I couldn't figure out... Why would you want a handwriting robot? Well, even though I'm not like super jazzed my husband made this purchase, I have to say it is pretty cool. Yeah, and a hand, getting a handwritten note from anybody. I know your husband's a realtor, right, Kara? Yes. That's uh, it's a good look. It's You're always going to remember that when you get a handwritten note. Yeah. And if you stink at handwriting, then you want the robot. But I was saying, why not just buy, uh, even if you had to buy a font, there's got to be a font out there for your computer where you could do that. Put your stack of cards in the printer. Done. Instead, you're blowing 250 bucks on this. Well, I'm sure there is that kind of program. But the reason why this handwriting robot is so cool is that those programs use your traditional inkjet printer. And you can tell the difference between yeah. an inkjet printer and something that has been actually written out with a pen. So this robot actually writes it out with a pen. It's not a printer. Okay, so I said I would give Jacob the money for a handwriting robot Mm -hmm. if I was unable to spot the fake. What do we have here before us? Okay, so I have four samples. One of them was actually handwritten by my husband, Ryan. The other three were done from the handwriting robot. So, so I will here's tell- example number one. No, no, I need to see them all. Oh, you I mean, want them are all? you kidding me? Yes. I didn't like Drex, you've it. seen these. I've, do you I've think seen I'm going to be able to do this? I don't believe you're going to be able to identify which one is a fake out of the four, which one is like the real handwriting note out of the four. I, I'll be able to because I'm shady and I forged things before, so I know like the differences in handwriting, but you're not going to. All right, these are the samples. I need to really spend some... Time well, I don't think you get to spend too much time because just read it as you would read a normal note written to you. You don't inspect a normal note. <laughs> I'm really pulling for our nonprofit guy, Jacob. I know, right? We don't have his phone number or his last name. Jacob, if you're listening, go ahead and give us a call. Okay, I'm going to say, B98.5, 
based on what I'm looking at here, mm-hmm. that the actual like note that was written by. Wow, this is really hard. I have to go. Ha! Ah, I know you're you're messing with me. One of them is darker than the others. One of them is darker than the others. This is throwing me because you, you would think. Can you spot the handwritten <laughs> note versus the three robot handwritten? I gotta notes. say, this is really good. This is really good. So you're eating your words now, eh? Regardless of the outcome of this, all right. These two are identical, so that those are not it. One in one and three are identical. I want to do this quickly because I know it can't be that exciting to listen to. Gosh, they're all identical. I'm going to go with two, even though I think that this is a big two. R- two is the handwritten note from Ryan. Yeah, is that what you're go saying? Go ahead and call Jacob because I know <laughs> I let you down. You're uh, so wrong. Which one was it? Number four was the all handwritten right. note. <laughs> Jacob, call. I'll I'll buy you one of these machines, and I I might buy one for myself. If I mean, <laughs> if I have any money left over after I'm done with this. If we ever do this again, which I don't think that we will, um, you can tell the Y's and the G's are different with Ryan's. The Y's and the G's and and the one you thought was Ryan's handwritten are all the same. You did it off the radio. You didn't have the kind of pressure I was trying to do it because I know people <laughs> listening to somebody trying to pick out a handwriting yeah. sample can't be all that entertaining. And well, but hearing me lose all that money. Is entertaining. It's very yep, entertaining. I'm so glad the phones aren't ringing yet. I might have escaped this. Hey, Jacob. <laughs> call Jacob. There's more Tad and Drugs on the way. And here's what's coming up next. See the samples. And we should get a cut at this point because we're going to sell what? a lot of these machines. The samples are on our Instagram and Facebook page. See if you can spot the fake. That's crazy. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. What a morning. Yeah. I had a couple of chances to keep my money. One was just keeping my mouth shut yesterday when Kara told us about this silly handwriting robot that her husband had bought mm-hmm. that I said was worthless, dumb. He shouldn't have blown his money on this because no handwriting robot would actually look like handwriting like would look like real handwriting. So just use a font on the computer, call it a day. That's the second time this week you've opened your big fat mouth and you should have cut the shit. <laughs> Second, yeah, I think it's yeah. probably the two hundredth. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kara's telling us this story about this handwriting robot. I say, "Oh, please bring in some samples. I'll be able to spot the fake." Mm-hmm. Then we happen to have this guy Jacob on the phone while I'm saying all of this. He works for a nonprofit organization, mm. and I say, "Bring in those samples. If I can't identify the fake, then I'll buy him a." And I said this, and then you were like, buy Jacob one. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> so I was thinking, all right, you bring in the handwriting samples. And let me tell you, everybody, buy yourself a handwriting robot. This thing, <laughs> it fooled me. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Under pressure, I could not identify it. Then I had another chance. Just whisper Jacob's name. He's not listening. We don't have his information. Yeah. I can't get away with this. <laughs> B98.5. Good morning. Good morning. This is Jacob. I'm listening online, so I'm a little bit late in the game, but uh, yeah. Hang on. How do we know that this is really Jacob and not a robot of Jacob's (laughs) voice? Uh, Listen, I I don't want the money. I want the machine. Yeah. Well, this is going to go to a good cause. Jacob, you work for a nonprofit. Go ahead and give that nonprofit a shout out. 
Yes, I work for the place of Forsyth County, where every person, dollar, and hour has a purpose. We help people uh, get back on their feet and uh, help with emergency financial assistance, food, clothing, uh, you name it, uh, we probably do it. Well, I'm happy to buy you a handwriting (laughs) robot. And know this, if you've ever given to this organization or supported this organization, going forward... None of your thank you notes are going to be handwritten. (laughs) Not true, not true, not true. In exchange for Tad's generosity in buying your nonprofit this handwriting robot, does Tad get any sort of a plaque or is he like, you know, I know they buy bricks sometimes, like... Yeah, I, you know, maybe I could put in there and listen to Tad and Drex show B98.5 on each letter or something. Oh, and, uh, all right. All right. Or, or put a little sticker like, on the machine. I was thinking more like let Tad be the first handwritten note the robot does. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I, I will like, do that. Jake is like, uh, for $250, he doesn't get anything. <laughs> That's not the gold level. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hey, it, it all counts. Every dollar has a purpose. We mean that. So I can't wait to see the expression on my wife's face when I tell her about this. <laughs> that you're not eating this month. Yeah. <laughs> There's more Tad and Drax on the way. Here's what's coming up next. Okay, we know about songs. You'll be driving down the road, a song will come on B98.5, and bam, you will be transported to another time and place. It just happened when we were playing Coldplay Clocks. That was a song my wife and I walked out of the church to. Exactly. The question is, does it work in advance? Can I give you guys a situation, and you give me the song that fits that situation perfectly? We call it Song for the Scenario, and it's usually got a funny result. Coming up in 10 <laughs> minutes on B98.5. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now it's uh, Tad and Drax and Kara. And we know the great thing about music, or the reason really why we love music so much, is you'll be tooling around, drink, driving your car, whatever. B98.5 is obviously on your radio. Song will come on. And bam, you're suddenly in high school. Like, in your mind, music has a way of transporting you, reminding you. It's like a smell. Mm -hmm. But does it work in reverse? So we're going to play song for the scenario. I'm going to give, you know, Drex will be competing against Kara. I'll give you guys a situation. You have to pick the song that fits that situation perfectly. So we'll do two rounds of this, and then I'll pick a winner for each round, okay? So, uh, you know, it's presidential convention season Mm -hmm. underway this week. So the first situation that you're in that you have to pick the perfect song for is you're running for president, but your kid is your campaign manager. (laughs) It's their job to pick a song for you to use as your theme for the campaign. What song would your kid pick as your campaign song? Well, since I don't have a human baby yet... That would oh, be my Chihuahua BB would be choosing my song. Your fur baby. So obviously you should have to do the Baja men. Who let the dog sound? Okay. Drex. Same situation. That'd be fun. You're walking out and that would rile up the crowd. It I'm, sure would. I'm going to take more of an emotional um, approach to this okay. uh, because I do everything for my daughter. Whenever she needs something done, she doesn't go, hey, mom. She, hey, daddy, can you X, Y, and Z? So my daughter would pick this as my walkout song. I can be your hero, baby. I can. 
it's over. It's not even close. Tab. I'm going to give round one to Kara. I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry. That was sweet. That was sweet. Sorry. Not going to be my hero. I'm sorry. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Kara's crowd is a lot more excited about the event. She's walking out yeah. there, shaking her fist. You're doing like a ballad. It just doesn't work. All right. Same sort of situation. We're still in the presidential convention season okay. and the election and all this stuff. But here's this, the, another situation for you. You decide along the way... You actually have zero interest in the presidency. You're right? just like, this really isn't for me. Okay. And so you need a new campaign song that'll guarantee nobody will vote for you. So you walk out on stage at events, and this song is playing, and just people are just turned off. Listen, I'm over it. Ain't nobody got time for this, and nobody wants to vote for a dummy candidate. So I'm playing garbage. Kara, do people not want to vote for a stupid girl, or do they not want to vote for a... I don't know what you Thank you for picking the clean version of that. <laughs> Were it not the clean version, you definitely wouldn't get elected. Right. Winner of round two, and because you know I never like to... I, I like to be fair, and right. I like to keep it even, Stephen. Drex, congratulations. Yeah. Winner Easy. of round two. Song for the scenario. <laughs> well done, you guys. All right, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.